When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. Who cares? Duguay singing this to Sarah Palin on a romantic night in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> it was somewhere out in Alaska. So I reached out to uh, the lovely Sarah Palin, who's one of my favorite people. And I said, listen, can you come on in the morning? She said, the earlier the better. I said, but Sarah, you guys are four hours behind. She said, 640 is perfect. I said, but 640 is 240 a.m. where you are. And she said, well... This time of year, it doesn't get dark out. What a weird place. It's light out all day, every day. So we don't really sleep. I said, well, that's very, very sweet. So here she is, 2.49 a.m. Alaska time, the great Sarah Palin. Now, is that true, Sarah, you guys, when it's light out all day this time of year, a lot of you guys just don't sleep? Yeah, but it's not 24 seven light right now if you're up in barrow alaska you know the sun doesn't set for 90 days so it's light up there all the time starting now but um you know we we have a little bit of darkness it probably screws up our circadian rhythm really bad but uh (laughs) when you grow up here you're used to it and i don't know i guess i can attribute some characteristic flaws in me because of that I would actually, I would actually say not flaws. I would say some qualities. How many hours a day right now in your neighborhood is it dark? Oh, it's it's only dark about, um, let's see, midnight until well, the sun will start coming up here real shortly. So you know, just a few hours. Wow. So let me ask. I love it. I love it. We can work around the clock that way. You do like that because I got to tell you, I can't sleep. If it's light out. Now, again, like you said, you're used to it. I'm not. In New York, I know that half the day is dark, half the day is light. And as soon as the light comes in in the morning, Sarah, even on the weekends, I wake up automatically. I can't sleep. But you're used to it. Too. No, I don't even, no, I don't even have curtains. So, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's light all the time. 
But you know what? We, we have to. It, it makes up for that long, dark winter that we're you know, just coming out of because, again, take Barrow, Alaska. The sun doesn't rise for 90 days. Oh, my God. That would suck. I'm glad I don't live that far north. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. How, how, do you, how do you do that? I want to get to the politics, obviously, in your career. But, um, like, the winters, like you said, are so long and so cold and so snowy. You don't like Miami? You don't long for the beaches of the Bahamas? No? Uh, the, the older I get, the more I say, okay, there's something to be said for good weather because uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember these long, cold winters until the last few years. It's yeah. like, dang, yeah. I, I don't know how my parents have done it all these years. Jeez. No, I know. That's, snowbird. I, I, didn't, I don't like the cold weather either, and uh, I lived in Florida for a long time. Billy Joel actually moved to Florida not that long ago, too. And, and, of course, there's a lot of reasons why, not just the beautiful weather, but no state tax, Ron DeSantis, all those good things in the state of Florida. Which does bring me to the Donald Trump conversation. Donald loves you, and uh, he endorses you every time. And both you and Ronnie were so excited when I had Donald Trump on this show last Thursday. And, man, Sarah, he's killing everybody. He's killing uh, DeSantis in the primary polls. He's now beating Biden pretty easily in the uh, general election polls. It looks like he's on a collision course to get back with the presidency in 2024. What are your thoughts right now, Sarah Palin, on Donald Trump? So he's, he's unleashed, and this is exactly what our country needs. We need someone with the guts, with the balls, to get out there and do what has to be done to get our country back. Look what is going on, Sid, in some of these areas in New York with the, gosh, our troops, our our veterans being literally kicked kicked to the curb, kicked out of hotels so that illegal aliens can take precedence and uh, receive benefits from our country and our own own vets are uh, just being dismissed. He's going to tackle things like that. He's committed to it because nobody owns him. He doesn't owe anybody anything. He's going to do the will of the people. And an issue like that that I just gave as an example, that's a simple one. That, that you know, that, that's the vast, vast majority of Americans would support our president um, undoing the policies that have opened up the borders, which uh, results in really not even having a country if we don't have borders. No, there's no doubt about that. He has said that time and time again. And you mentioned New York. I live right in the thick of it here, Sarah, right in New York City. And and it is, it's brutal. I mean, they're using, like you talked about, they've kicked out vets. They're using school gymnasiums where little kids, Sarah, go to have recess to store these illegals, not migrants, illegals. Uh, Los Angeles, California has basically been ruined. A lot of my acting friends, they've left and gone to Florida. This is a major, major issue. And I don't know how Joe Biden can just get away with this. I mean, this administration is literally, Sarah Palin, destroying our country. It literally, and, and you know, it growing, in school, we learn the definition of, of treason. And I say, gosh, if what they're doing to America today, if that's not treasonous, where they're aiding and abetting even, and not just talking about illegal aliens, but look over overseas at what we're doing. Enemies, they're actually aiding and abetting enemies while they're letting Americans take um, the back seat on everything. And no, it is, it's purposeful. It, it's destruction of our country, Said, And Barack Obama promised that he, they would do this. He, he said just a few days before uh, the election in 2008, he said, hey, we're just a few days away from 
fundamentally transforming America. You only fundamentally transform something for which you have disdain and you want to destroy it and build it up into something completely different. So we saw, we were warned, and um, I think it's taken people aback, though, to see how rapidly things have changed and the trajectory that we're on that is, yes, rapid decline. So all the more reason that we get good people elected and that we make sure we have election integrity. Now, we did not have election integrity back in 2016, 2020. Um, Too many shenanigans were going on, including, you know, we, we heard yesterday the Durham report pretty much illustrated what was going on with Hillary Clinton and others rigging the election via the court of public opinion, swaying people's mind by falsehoods. Well said. And, you know, uh, I am uh, a big Trump supporter, so are you. But I've got friends who have been friends with Donald Trump over the years, Sarah, like literally friends, and love his policies, but they're done with them. And one of those is a dear, dear, dear friend. I mean, as close to me as you can get, he's going to join me in about 45 minutes, Bo Deedle. And one of Bo's major issues with Donald Trump, uh, Sarah, is that he's never apologized for what he said about John McCain. I know this is an old story. You probably answered this a billion times. But think of this as a new audience, New York City. You were John McCain's mm-hmm. choice for vice president. You were on the ticket with John McCain, yet, yet. You still love Donald Trump. Clearly, you forgave Trump by what he said about John McCain, yes? Yeah, I did. I I didn't like that anybody says anything derogatory about a POW, especially. I I didn't like that. There were other things, you know, that I'm sure we've disagreed on. But, you know, I'm looking bigger picture. I am looking at America's sovereignty and our solvency and we are lost if we don't have somebody to get in there and drain the swamp, as has been promised, because the Uniparty, and that includes some Republican leadership, uh, they're going along to get along, and look what that is getting us. Now, as for Bo, you know what we need to do, Sid? We just need to sit down with President Trump, you, me, Bo, and we need to <laughs> And then it'll be, he'll understand. Then Bo will understand. We'll do it. We'll go to Rayo's. We'll take uh, Ronnie. We'll go to Rayo's. We'll we'll have a great time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I do want to ask you about. And and, and you got President Trump. President Trump, he'll drink his Diet Coke. And (laughs) Ron can have a margarita. Right. Have whatever you have. Exactly. So I do want to ask you about your career. You know, you ran a couple of times last year, obviously, and. You know, you uh, yeah. you did great by the state of Alaska. I thought you were a great choice for vice president. I was one of those folks who fell in love with you when you hit the national scene with John McCain way back when. What does your political future look like? Are you ready to wrap it up and just move on to other stuff, or what are you thinking? Oh, heck no. I'm going to stay involved. You know, I, I feel like it's in my DNA to serve, and uh, that's what I want to do. Now, up here in Alaska, yeah, running for Congress last year, um, I won the the first round of voting. I received more votes than the other 50 candidates who were in there. But with this new ranked choice voting, which is a peculiar way of rigging elections now, <laughs> where it's not one man, one vote, um, uh, all my victory did was allow us a first step in a process of elimination until however many votes later were taken, it came down to Republicans splitting the vote and only one Democrat in the race. So she 
she didn't get the majority of votes, but um, she she won because she had more second and third place votes oh. than than I did, and oh, no. it's weird. But you know that ranked choice voting. Don't let that happen in New York, or no common sense constitutional conservative will ever be elected because we play fair. We don't fight hard enough either, by the way, but we play fair, whereas the Democrats like what they did in Alaska. Illegally, our Supreme Court just ruled on it, Alaska's Supreme Court. Uh, They had uh, Democrats, the top vote-getter in the Democrat Party, drop out of the race at the very last minute so that nobody else could jump in there so that there would only be one uh, one Democrat running so there would be no vote split. And that's how the Democrat is representing Alaska now. So – uh, because they did away with primary elections too, so it's a jungle, uh, it's a jungle election, and it's it's crazy and it's convoluted and complicated, and don't let it happen. <laughs> New York's got enough challenges. You don't want ranked choice voting. <laughs> we really do. So, in the final sixty seconds, uh, first of all, I hope you enjoyed your Mother's Day. You're a great mom. You're a hockey mom, and uh, your boyfriend is a former New York Ranger. Great Rangers are done, obviously. But the Florida Panthers, my buddy Vinny Viola's hockey yeah. team. They're alive. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. They take on Carolina. And Ronnie does live in Jacksonville. I know it's northern Florida, but it is Florida. Mm-hmm. So is Palin and Duguay, are they right now Florida Panther fans? <laughs> well, I I am. But, the, you know, I have two daughters who live in Texas. So now, oh, my gosh, Dallas Stars now I'm looking at. And oh, yeah? I see, like, um, uh, Donnie and others who are are supporting the Dallas Stars. I'm like, man, okay, now that's another. I don't know. I love the sport so much that, um, gosh, I just love really good games and I love overtimes and I love uh, game <laughs> sevens and it's just a sport in general. I, I it's my favorite. Yeah, no, it's a great sport, and uh, especially this time of year, it's my favorite, too. Playoff hockey, Stanley Cup hockey, there's nothing like it. So, listen, I can't thank you enough. It's uh, just now 3 o'clock in the morning in Alaska. And uh, for you to do this, Sarah, you and Ronnie, I love you both. You're really terrific, and I hope you do get back in the game. Keep talking on behalf of Donald Trump, and keep coming back on this show. You're a Sid fave, uh, Sarah Palin. Thank you so much. Thank you, and when you get up here, and I hope you'll come up here to fish or something, come up on June 21st, because that's, that's the summer solstice where the sun doesn't go down. And it, it's freaky, it's dynamic, but it's awesome, too. So that day is 24-hour sunlight. Yeah. All right? That's I'll, the peak. I'll see you on June 21st. <laughs> <laughs> See right on, right. I'll, I'll have the bait and tackle waiting for you. I'm excited. I can't wait. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, there bye-bye. she is. Take care. The great Sarah Palin out of Alaska. She's a great lady. She really is. June 21, light out for 24 hours, which means the Sid and Friends in the Morning Show will come live to you from Fairbanks for two days. You ready to do it, Lou? You want to go? I want when it's all dark. Let me tell you something, folks. Ain't no illegals there. Nobody wants to go to Alaska. Nobody. (laughs) Come